How's it going, everyone? I'm PK. And I'm Bia. And we welcome you to the Patchcast Experience. We're here to share our ideas and stories that we've had throughout our lives. So relax and enjoy this experience with us together. Welcome back, everyone, to episode two of the Patchcast Experience. Bia and I thought it would be nice to start a new series called Rewind. That's where we jump back in time to a specific point where we talk about that. And for today, we're going to be talking about high school. Bia, what are some things that our listeners can look forward to? So we will be talking about experiences, high school experiences to be um, specific, in the Philippines and here in Canada, Mm -hmm. um, as well as funny and embarrassing moments while in high school. Okay, before we start our actual proper episode of the Rewind, let's get some uh, fast questions here real quick. Favorite classes in high school and worst classes in high school and your reasons why? So my favorite subject in high school was definitely chemistry. I love the table of elements and balancing equations. One of the things that I remember in chemistry, I I know I hated it, but our chemistry teacher actually gave us bonus points if we can come up with a creative periodic element like in front of our binder. And what happened was, I Googled Pokemon periodic table because I thought Pokemon was like the best thing in the world and it still is, but I printed it out and each, each periodic element came with a Pokemon. And I was like, this is, this is it. This is what I'm going to stick on my binder. And I slid it in, in front of my binder. And then I showed my teacher and she's like, Oh, that's actually pretty creative. And she gave me bonus marks. And that is probably the only thing I remember in chemistry. That's really interesting. (laughs) Like, I mean, you know, you love Pokemon, so that that works for you. But mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, so that was my favorite subject back in high school. But my least favorite was pre-calculus or just anything math related. I'm mm-hmm. just really bad at math. That's the same with me pretty much because I'll start with my worst because like I just said it. My worst subject was math. No, uh, it was probably after grade nine my math marks just went down to the point where I almost failed the class multiple times. Uh, I'll talk about that later, but I just, I just think about math and it just gives me shivers. I, I remember my teacher. I remember the homework packages. I remember the review packages and it's just giving me like bad memories, man. Uh, math class was definitely one of the worst. Uh, but for me, f- uh, physics, it's another science uh, related topic. But physics for me was probably the most fun class that I've had in high school. Uh, Everything that you learned was very applicable to the world today because we know that gravity doesn't change. The formulas don't change. Like maybe they can change, but I mean, you know, it's constant. You can calculate how far a thing goes, how fast it goes. And that just fascinated me because I'm very hands-on when it comes to like schoolwork, like I do better if I'm able to apply to real life. So that's why I really like physics. Well, Bia, you did mention that uh, you did grow up in the Philippines in our first episode. So did you also go to, you went to high school there, right? I did. I only went to high school there until about, I would say grade eight equivalent when, you know, in Canada. So it's like second year high school. I stopped 
second year high school. Wait, oh, you wait, said... sorry, I'm wrong. Third year high school. For for our non-Filipino listeners, do you want to break that down for us? Because I mm-hmm. do remember my friends and as well, like my brother told me that in the Philippines, they don't really have a grade 12 or they don't have a grade 7 or a grade 12. Why is it called first year, second year? You want to just explain that for us? I honestly don't have an explanation <laughs> as to why it's called first year, second year, mm-hmm. third year or fourth year high school. It was just the way it was back then but now philippines they do have k-12 so they also um, they converted it to grade 8 grade 9 grade 10 11 and 12 so back when i was still in the philippines i started high school in the philippines grade 8 because before that i was in dubai so it's just a little bit of um a lot of things going on so Mm -hmm. but basically grade 8 and grade 9 and then grade 10, we moved here in Canada. So okay. pretty much I was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Before we unpack that a little more, um, let's try to get some different aspects. We'll touch base first between Philippines and then Canada. And then you can talk about Dubai right afterwards. So to you, what was the biggest differences that you've seen from Philippines and Canada with regards to high school? Going to the school in the Philippines was definitely more stressful, I would say. Mm -hmm. I remember waking up at 4 a.m. because I have a class that starts around 7.30 and would end at roughly around 5. That's Monday to Friday. When we moved here in Canada, it wasn't like that at all. Mm -hmm. Did you just say 7 to 5? 7.30 to 5? Yes. So 10 hours of school. Exactly. It was pretty long. I don't even understand. Like, I thought Canada was like, you go from nine to three and that was already long for me. How do you go 10 hours in school? You just like lose your mind in class or are they very like rigid when they're teaching? We had 11 subjects per day. So you honestly, like it, sometimes, you don't, like most of the time, actually, you don't notice the time because it's just like changes the subject. Pretty much. I honestly can't remember like how like the schedule was. I just know mm-hmm. that I would be in school for 7.30 to 5. We would have an hour lunch. So that still mm-hmm. brings it down to nine hours, but that's still insane on how many classes you have. Uh, here in Canada, you in high school, you go from class to class. Uh, you don't have the same teacher. But in the Philippines, did you just stay in one class and the teachers rotated or was it a similar system to here in Canada? Back then, the teacher would be the one who would transfer. So pretty much, you know, each grade would just be inside just one room. They don't, we didn't have to change rooms. It's just the teachers who would go to the room. Yeah, that's good to know. But now you did also mention that it was stressful. And my brother did talk to me about this before was um, the big difference that he told me was there is no ranking system here in Canada. He mentioned to me because I told him a story one time I was checking my grades because our teacher posted it in front of the one of the blackboards. And then how you find your grade and your your assignments and things you're missing is you first find your student number and then it's just a row of all your grades and all your test marks things like that and then he's like oh so who's your number one who's your number who's number two i was like what do you mean there's no ranking he's like there's no ranking at all and i explained to him here in canada you can't do that because it puts so much pressure 
And then he told me for his class, what they do is they put it full sheet of paper of all the students in that class. They staple it outside for everyone to see, not just the class, but the whole school to see. And then you can see who the top one, two, three, four, all the way down to the last person. Is that true that they do that in high school? It's super accurate. So what usually happens, it really depends on which school you go to, but the one where I went to, they would post top 10 students only because obviously mm. that would be like a long list if it's like top 20. So it's top 20, or sorry, top 10. They, they would just list top 10 students. So you would see the names and the average just right beside it. But in Canada, it's not like that, like what you just mentioned, because it's just more of just the student number and your grades, like your mm. average. Yeah, that was probably, if if I, I if I went to school in the Philippines, I think I'd be way too stressed out. And I thought I had a bad here in Canada. Another thing that I heard from the Philippines is that to be able to be a valedictorian, you need to have the best grades in the whole grade class like for example if you're in grade 12 like of course because it's a valedictorian but um (laughs) but for being a valedictorian in the philippines you need to have the best grade is that true exactly so you just need to have the highest average or grade if you're aiming for being a valedictorian but i know in canada it's not like that it's more of i think voting too because back when i was in high school here i remember we had to vote for our valedictorian so it's pretty much more of like who would be the best person to represent the class and in canada too it's more of just if you're doing a lot of volunteer work yeah and let's be honest it came to pretty much a popularity contest when who would become your Valley Victorian, you know, people had their, what do you call that? Their campaigns as to why they would be the best. But if we're being honest, it was pretty much just the most popular kid in high school that would become mm-hmm. the Valley Victorian, right? And as well, you mentioned for the community service, I think in Canada, they weigh that quite a bit. They want you to be very involved in your community. They want you to be part of a neighborhood. They place that importance a lot. And I'm sure they still have it today. What, I haven't been in school in, what is that? I, oof, I can't do math right now. 20 Five years. No, you can't Six even years. do math right now. It's seven years. I haven't been, I've, haven't been in high school for seven years. So in Canada, they gra- you won't be able to graduate if you don't have a certain number of, of volunteer hours. And I found that very weird. But, you know, if you had either a part-time job, they also count that for your volunteer hours. But for my high school especially, they had this thing where they called it the Neighborhood Garden Project, where they changed a street section of the high school to a dedicated garden. So if you were lacking your hours or you just needed something to do to be able to catch up and graduate, you would spend your time here at the garden being able to help out the community because anyone can come in and help plant or regulate the little park. It was beautiful. Like after the whole project was finished, it was really nice. But yeah, they do put a lot of weight when it comes to volunteering community service. That's amazing that you guys did that. I don't recall anything like that in back in high school, but I do remember, I'm not sure if you guys had this, like a 30-hour requirement and a 90-hour, which is like 30 hours, just volunteer work. 90 hours, they would place you to like a career. For example, um, I can't remember how they did it. It's just career option. Are you talking about job, job experience or work experience? Yeah, like that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what the work experience where during spring break of grade 10, 11, or, or 12, you would go to work. They would place you in a work and you would just volunteer your time there, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, but also you would start grade 10 for that. Yeah, that's they right. would count the hours when you know when you start grade 10. I had to choose between 30 hours and 90 hours, which obviously I went for the 30 hour requirement because I'm just like 90 is just too much. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not the type of person who would do a lot of outside school, extracurricular yeah. activities. Just like volunteering. Yeah. Me on the other hand, I went for the 90 hour one. They placed me in I don't want to say the name because I don't want to get sued. They placed me in a casual fine dining restaurant and I would work in the kitchen and I spent grade 10 spring break there. And that was probably like a really fun experience. I thought, I I think there was some miscommunication. I thought I would get paid at the end of it, but then it just turned out it would just counted toward my volunteer hours. That kind of hurt a little bit, but uh, I was able to get my hours enough to be able to graduate. So I didn't have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. I actually thought that you would get paid. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought too, because they're like, oh, it's work experience, but you get the work experience but not the work pay. So that's what I thought was a little bit cheap, but that's, you know, at least it's still nice that they're doing that for the kids today. So Bia, we did talk a little bit about the challenges, not challenges, the differences between the Philippines and Canada, but you did mention you went to high school in Dubai. How was that experience for you? It was pretty unique. I went to school. I started grade seven. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I like lose track now of you know sometimes it's like here in Canada you know how in grade 8 some cities they consider that as middle school yeah or different cities they consider it high school but back in Dubai that was high school grade 7 was high school there's no such thing as middle school mm-hmm. it was definitely a unique experience because I had to learn Arabic and I remember my teacher failed me because I couldn't read it that's funny because like I I had to learn it too when I was in Kuwait I thought I was good at Arabic I only took it until grade five because that's when we moved here to Canada and the teacher Mm -hmm. did the same thing to me she pretty much failed me because I couldn't figure out the sentence I went to school and then she tried something more similar she tried to ask me to write just the word school and I still couldn't figure it out so she failed me and talked to my parents and that was a sad time (laughs) (laughs) but was there much else difference in Dubai or not much? Oh, and then one more thing too was mm. that the girls and the guys would be separated. So me, you know, as a girl for sure, <laughs> I was in a different room and then the guys would be in a different room, which yeah, why, was so weird. Why did you seem so confused if you were a girl or not? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was just like, I had to think about the setup back in Dubai because that was really a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it was a different um, room for the girls and the guys. Yeah. But I was kind of confused because I was in grade seven that time. I felt like as if we're the only grade that did mm. that. I'm not sure if it was because there were so many grade sevens than grade eights, nine and tens mm-hmm. that they were just like, let's just separate them for like girls and guys. Yeah. So I'm not too sure. But Bia, now let's try to take a look back memory lane and think about one of our let's say either a funny or our embarrassing experiences I know high school can be very awkward for many I have a story to share it wasn't more of a moment it was quite a prolonged moment in grade eight I met one of my friends let's call him Luigi 
I met Luigi in my elementary school. When I first came to Canada, we became friends. And then when we transferred to high school, since it was just a block over, so the transition was really easy, we would have the same orientation day together. So we spent a lot of time. We knew each other fairly well. We had a love of Pokemon. And at that time, I loved soccer, even though I sucked at it. There's a recurring theme of me loving sports, but me just being bad at it. But we just spent a lot of time in grade eight together. Every, almost every class that we had, we would sit at the back and we weren't like necessarily bad kids, but we would either be drawing or trying to tell jokes. And I remember we would also bring our little Game Boy SPs to class and we would be playing, I believe at that time, Pokemon Emerald. Uh, now that I think about it, we kind of were bad kids. Uh, that's beside <laughs> the point. But me and Luigi, we got to become really good friends. We would help each other out if he was like out for a day, either being sick or he had another appointment and he couldn't be at school. I would give him my notes so that he could catch up with class and he would do the same for me. But the thing was, Bia, you know, in high school, it can be very challenging, especially if you're a little awkward. For me, I was an awkward fat kid. I didn't have a lot of friends especially since just coming two years in Canada and then going to high school, that did pose a problem. No one really wanted to hang out with me. It was pretty much only Luigi that was my good friend. So the days that he wouldn't be there, you know what would happen, Bia? You would get sad and cry. No, not that. Well, it, what would it, happen I, then? I, I would get sad, that's for sure. But pretty much the days that Luigi would have come to school, I would go to the cafeteria, get my lunch, and then go to the stairwell and sit there by myself and just eat lunch because no one else wanted to hang out with me and I didn't have that many friends at that time. So I would just eat lunch and I would just play Pokemon. And yeah, I would just pretty much spend the whole lunchtime by myself since no one else was there. I wish that I was in your school so we could eat lunch together. Oh, you're too sweet. <laughs> but to be honest, like at that time, throughout a solid six, what? Well, how long is school? Nine months? Solid six months. So the first two terms, that's what would happen. Me and Luigi were just always chilling together, always helping each other out in class. But whenever he's not there, it would just pretty much suck. I have a question. Yeah. Back at, when you were in high school, were you guys um, based on like semesters or day one and day two? We were day one, day twos. What were you? Yes, day one and day twos. Yeah. I find semesters, I wanted to try that out because it seemed a lot easier. But of course, there's like pros and cons to everything. But back to my story, pretty mm -hmm. much up until the last term of high school. So term three. Yeah, there's only three terms, right? Yes. So in term three right. of high school... That was the time when both Luigi and I started to gain a little more friends through the different classes we would take. And it almost felt as if it was like an unspoken understanding that what we both went through. He started to go on to his own group of friends. And then I started to go into my own group of friends. And then there's no hard feelings. Like we were still good. Like we didn't hate each other or anything, but pretty much what happened was that's when the same time I found my best friend in high school, uh, let's call him Mario, because I have both their statues up here. <laughs> but being able to have that experience kind of helped me be able to just grow as a person because that was just daunting spending six months each time your friend wasn't there eating your lunch alone. 
yeah, that was kind of an experience for me to be able to have. Did you have any funny? Oh, it was supposed to be funny. I just shared a sad story. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this sounds like really sad than funny and embarrassing. Yeah, a little um, bit. Well, I mean, my whole existence is embarrassing, so that's okay. Oh my goodness, you're savage to yourself. But I wouldn't say embarrassing, more of like funny. Because I remember I got put in like a wrong math class. Well, I guess it was just also miscommunication between me and my counselor because she asked me, are you good at math? I said, no, I'm not good at math. So I guess she took it as, okay, then you're not really yes, good at math. So she placed me into intro math. I can't remember the exact specific name, but I remember. Did they call it e-math back then or? I honestly can't remember the name of it. It was just like basic to like math or something. Mm. And um, I remember going to the class and the first lesson that we were talking about was fractions. I'm not smart. It's more of just I felt as if I needed a little bit more advanced than what we were learning. And I stayed for at least a week. Mm-hmm. How so come that's when you, you said you stayed for a week? Then why didn't you just stay and get a good mark in class. I mean, if you're learning something quote-unquote basic for your level, wouldn't you just want to, like, cash in that easy A? I mean, I wish. It, it was just more like, I don't know if you would remember, but back in grade 10, they don't have it now. We used to have provincials at the end of the year. So a lot of people oh. told me, why are you in that class? That's not going to help you prepare for the provincials at the end of the year. But then, you know, it was super easy, that course, that I wish I could stay. But it's not going to help me gain mm-hmm. more knowledge when it comes to preparing for the provincials. That's why I, I talked to my counselor and then she's like, okay, I'll put you on a little bit more advanced. So she transferred me to foundations, foundations math, math foundations. Wait, yes. I thought foundations math was like the most basic math in high school. What no. were you taking? Like kindergarten math? <laughs> it felt like that, but I can't remember if I'm going to look it up and then I wish I could say it, but it was just more like basic intro math or something. Intro to math grade three. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, did you like your counselor in high school? I loved her. Actually. She's so fun and she's so calm and nice. Did you have a... A really good counselor back in grade eight. I hated my counselor. Let's call her Miss H to protect more privacy. But Miss H, I just felt was just there to just be there, you know. Like, we, I would try to talk to her about, like, oh, me having a hard transition going into high school, not having a lot of friends. She's like, oh, have you tried reading this pamphlet? How to make friends? Obviously. It's a pamphlet. How am I going to learn about that? Each time I would ask a question, she would just direct me to a pamphlet. So she would not be that helpful as I thought a counselor would be. So I'm not sure if you were kidding Like when you, when you said that. Was it actually how to make friends? Yeah. Haven't you seen those pamphlets in high school? They have them like on the outside? No? You haven't? You've never? I, I guess I wasn't just paying attention as much. Well, maybe you didn't have the problems that I did. <laughs> They would have pamphlets outside their doors, like how to make friends, problems at home, homework club, things just like basic challenges that like different high schoolers would face. They would just have different pamphlets there. And each time, I'm not kidding you, I would tell her about an issue I'm having. She would just say, oh, have you take a look at the pamphlet? They're very helpful. In my head, I'm like, 
if I take a look at the pamphlet and I'm still coming to you, wouldn't you think there's a little bit of a problem here? So, <laughs> exactly. To be honest, Miss H kind of made grade eight even worse for me. But my grade 12 counselor, on another hand, was the best. But we'll talk a little bit about him on another episode, that's for sure. Shout out to Mr. Yeah, L if you're good. listening. Did you have any other experiences that you can think of right now? There was this one time, I guess I'll just keep it short. It's just ESL. I'm not sure if you could relate with this, but I ESL? remember. ESL, yes. Does it mean English a second language? Like, what does it actually mean? I, I always just thought it was English second language, so yeah, yeah. Anyways, I got put to ESL because apparently when I took the test, I passed the written part, but then talking, like the interview part, I wasn't as confident enough. That's why they're like, yeah. oh, I think, you know, you would benefit with this course because you can adapt more when it comes to culture and you can gain more confidence. So I got put in there. I was with my brother, but same thing that happened with math. It was super basic that I felt like I'm back into elementary again. Yeah. But then I was so shy that I didn't talk to the teacher as much compared to what my brother did. That's why he got out of the class faster. Your younger brother got out of the ESL class faster than you. Exactly. Because he would just always talk to the teacher. And then the teacher was like, you know, you're pretty good in English. I feel like you're ready to go to a regular English class. Yeah. But since I was a shy person, I wouldn't talk to you unless you talk to me kind of student mm-hmm. back then. Yeah. Then I didn't have a lot of confidence talking to teachers and about how I felt. So that's why I stayed a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Well, I did go to ESL, but it wasn't in high school. It was when I first came to Canada. It was two years, uh, not two years, two months after being in a regular English class. What happened was the ESL teacher came in, talked to my teacher, and then she brought me to another classroom down the hall. And she explained to me what was happening and said, oh, we just realized that you're not born here in Canada and we need to put you in ESL for an assessment. I told her I don't understand, not because I didn't understand English at that time. It was because I don't understand. I was already doing good in this English class for two months. Why are you pulling me out now? And she said, oh, there was just miscommunication. So she brought me in. And I kid you not, that was probably one of the worst experiences that I've had when I first came to Canada, that is. We were just learning about farm animals and what they sounded like. They would just tell me, they would point to a picture of a cow and they'd be like, what does this say? Uh, Like, what does this animal say? Um, Moo? What what do you want me to say? You, You want me to get a farm animal wrong? But after two days after I would talk, I talked to my parents about it because I was crying to them because I hated it. I felt like not, I'm not saying learning farm animals isn't good, but learning farm animals at grade six, that's a little bit, I don't want to deal with that. But after two days, they talked to the principal, they talked to the teacher, and then they just moved me back to regular English. That must be so frustrating for you because I can just imagine you were already in a regular English class and they just moved you to ESL just because they thought that, oh, it's a requirement because you're not from here, which in my opinion, they could have just placed you there first before moving you to a regular, like it just doesn't make sense to me. Exactly. I I was so confused at their reasoning that like it was already late but they just wanted to do it for an assessment. And I just got really confused. And that's what made me feel like, yeah, I was just really frustrated with the whole thing. Whoa, look at the time. I didn't even realize that. Um, Bia, what are some things 
Uh, I know I said that I would talk about this, but I feel kind of bad that I mentioned it at the top of the pod. But now that we're here, I still haven't talked about it, but we're already wrapping things up. What are some of the our listeners can look forward to? So for our next episode, we're going to be talking about getting bullied in high school as well as dating in high school. Mm-hmm. Those are your stories. Now, for me, the stories that I want to share are me almost, I mentioned this, I promise to you listeners that I will talk about it. Me almost failing math multiple times to the point where I almost got kicked out of the mini program. And another story I want to talk about is being a TA for my physics teacher, which I loved, and as well being a link crew leader. That's more of like you're a student acting as a student counselor for grade eights who are coming into high school. So those are just a few topics that you can look forward to, but we want to extend a huge thank you for tuning in, you guys. We are looking forward to sharing this whole experience with all of you. And we hope to catch you again at our next episode. But for now, we hope you guys take care and stay safe. Please don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. That is at PatchCastXP. Again, it's PK and Bia signing off.